Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcast, episode 315, the belly dancing edition. <laughs> Today we have myself, your co-host, Jessica Kupferman, and then with me as always, my very lovely and delicious other co-host, Elsie Escobar. Woohoo! And of course, our producer, John Domingo, who's kind of mad at me because I'm not I'm mad at here. you. Even though I have no control over the situation, my internet's spotty today. And as a result, he has to use every opportunity to tell me that he's ripping his hair out. No, so that's so no. I'm not frustrated. I'm not mad at you. I'm frustrated with the situation. That's all. Yeah, I know. I know you're not mad at me like you're going to make a voodoo doll with my face on it. But no. you're mad and I'm mad. And it's like, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you're trying to do stuff like this. I just don't know why we can't get It's like as soon as Elsie's internet got good, mine took a leak like just left yeah because god so hates me. it's so annoying it is so annoying so for um, those of folks not who have for been routers with us- for networks not for routers oh have, okay you no know, we put up different networks so that if one's not working we can use the other ones got it okay <sighs> go ahead sorry no, but I was going to say, for those of you who have been with us in the past 15 minutes, you have been riveted by the uh, technical difficulties that we've had the entire time of disappearing and coming back and all that. I was telling John while while Jess was MIA trying to fix her stuff that we get a lot of questions all the time about what's the best remote recording solution and, you know, whatever insert service of choice you know, has had problems, they haven't been recording, or this has been dropped out or whatever. And in all honesty, there really isn't a a solution that's constantly going to be perfect. It doesn't matter. Everything's going to have problems. And even though right now we're obviously streaming, and sometimes when you add an audio, uh, excuse me, a video component, it just adds more, more trouble sometimes to the mix. But there are always going to be troubles when it comes to connecting with somebody else. So they're really... You just kind of have to be patient. And I remember, Jess, when I was going through my my troubles, and I can't remember how that I've never been that frustrated before when I was trying to record a show, something that I really love doing, and I could barely hear you. Yeah. And it was my fault. Like, it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. And I could barely hear her talking. I could barely hear anybody talking. We couldn't talk with each other because we were talking over each other every single time. It was like, I I, I was about to go, you know what? Let's just know. Let's just quit. (laughs) You know, if there was a podcasting Academy Award, he could could and should win that because no one has ever edited in those fucking circumstances. Yeah. And done a good job before. Only John has had a person with no internet and another person in a basement, you know, like I'm not in a basement office, but like, it's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle. And I, and I know he pulled his hair out, but like he really does deserve like a like a lifetime achievement award. Uh, yeah, a life, yeah, like there has to be a, a better name for uh, under distress circumstances and yes, yeah, and podcasting under duress. Yes, that's right, podcasting under duress. under duress award, whatever that is. If there's something like that out there, please nominate or let us know so we can nominate our editor, John Buchanan, Jamingo. I have to say this, that ladies, that one thing you have is you have uh, made me work my podcasting muscles <laughs> so that I can, I, you have made me very good at picking out solutions for recording problems. So like, come to me 
with your recording issues. And I will <laughs> tell you how to record in a way where everybody can can record. And I'm going to do it today. Yeah, we're hopefully yeah. going to be uh, touching base on a little bit on that. But before we do that, though, let's go ahead and get some into some news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Dun, dun, dun. So we had this in the on the docket last episode yes. about the Ambies, and we didn't really talk about it. Correct. It had just happened like the day before. So mm -hmm. I just want to do a really mm -hmm. quick recap. The Ambies were the very, very first podcast-centric awards that is being put on or was put on by the Podcasting Academy, which was founded mm -hmm. essentially, I think, at the end of, what, 2019 or yes. 2020? I don't know, something yes. like that. And it was right around that time. And this is this was the culmination of our money, really, for the people mm -hmm. who are part of the Academy. First of all, did you watch the Ambies? So the Ambies is the corresponding podcasting awards that went with this. I want to say yes so badly. Oh. But I did not watch that. Mm. I, I didn't put them on the calendar. I didn't. Right. I thought that if I watched it, I would get mad. And I'm trying to avoid things oh that make gosh. me mad. <laughs> so oh my I gosh, didn't watch so it. I put it on the Apple TV and I watched it. Did it make it. you mad? No. It made me kind of excited. I thought, oh, this is so neat because it did give me the feels about podcasting being recognized. Like I had a lot of positive feelings about it. Sure. I didn't recognize any of the shows that were being um, not. I can't say any. A handful of the I mean, ones that the, were we, up. We covered one of the awards. ones that won. Dying for Sex, we covered. Yes, we did, podcast. which I was incredibly excited about because I yeah. loved that podcast. But that was possibly one of the only one of a few other ones that I knew. But I yeah. really enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed what was put out there. Obviously, it was the first time that it was put out. But I think the reason that I enjoyed it so much is because I have been watching these things now for the past like year plus of mm -hmm. things being streamed, things that are no longer, you know, mm -hmm. happening in real life. And like everything is kind of moved into this, even the inauguration, you know, like all of those things that were done online yeah. that I thought, oh, this is neat that this is happening with podcasting. But what I didn't know is that um, Dan and Jared were behind the production of it. They were behind I the I love that. Yeah, so I think... They did a great job putting this out for the very first time. I'm sure that there were lots of things that they were juggling to really just attempt to be able to do this and, and you know, get behind producing an mm. award ceremony. You know, I'm really happy for them. I'm happy for them having done that. The end. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. I, and you know what? I think your synopsis is the perfect synopsis for someone that does not get caught up in, in semantics when it comes to truly loving and adoring podcasting as a whole. And that is everything that you're about. So it makes sense to me that you were all about the ambience because you're all about everything. Like you just love podcasting. Like yeah. people get very <laughs> caught up in whether or not independents are included and like I feel like if you truly just love the art of podcasting, you would just be like Elsie and be like, I liked it. It was cool. Like, because, <laughs> because you like everything podcasting. So of course you're going to like it. That's, I think how you, sh I mean, I just want anyone who's listening to get, who does get caught up in those kinds of semantics to just think about her response and like <laughs> really love our, 
craft doesn't matter who's putting on the awards or who's getting awarded like it's cool right and and you know the um i rob greenley gave out the podcasting impact award i think that's i can't remember the exact that's name nice. of it and it was for the teenage therapy folks and those were some teenagers mm. that were just putting a show on the act yeah like yeah, it yeah, was yeah. they were not part of a bigger network they were not like all the things that we're thinking that might be an issue, that was not them. I think I just get jealous that other people are participating in stuff that I'm not participating in. It doesn't really have to do with like the production or, you know, I think I just, I would have, or I thought I would have gotten caught up in, you know, it's kind of like the IAB sometimes too, where it's like, I see who they bring, like they trot out all the celebrities in front of the yeah. advertising agencies. Yeah. And I'm just like, is this really relevant though to what we're doing? Or is it right. just, you know, or is it just sparkles and, and shine? And I don't want it to just be sparkle and shine, but maybe the awards are different than that. You know what I mean? It's frustrating. I think it, the, there's a, a general frustration because of something that I've seen over and over again. And that's just because of the, what we attach as a society value to, right? Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, but this actually counts for everything else. Like I just saw, you know, the new Oprah and Harry and Prince Harry thing about Interview? mental health that's on Apple TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I put on, I've watched a couple of episodes, the first couple of episodes of that, and I find it to be possibly the most powerful series I've watched in a long time. It is a phenomenal, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal in so many different ways and in the way that it's highlighting mental health in so many different angles, right? Um, with some folks that are uh, obviously bigger names like Lady Gaga and Prince Harry, in addition to other folks that they are highlighting that have have been going through a variety of different things regarding their mental health. OK, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. as a whole, I have learned a ton. I'm going to binge watch it again. It is not an easy watch. There is a lot of stuff that's coming up in that that has really like gone. Oh, my God. But here's why uh, this has to do with a conversation that we're putting out. Every bit of coverage that I have seen on that has been all about Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga mentioned something about like rape, be, being raped. Lady Gaga, all of these things. And that's all you hear. And you know yeah. what? I'm I'm astounded. It keeps on happening. And all they're focusing in is maybe she's in it for a time, but it's not mm. about her. It's yeah. about a an entire, like, it's about a conversation that we all need to be a part of. And it has nothing to do with Lady Gaga. I mean, everything. Mm -hmm. Yes and no, all the things. And she didn't make it about herself. She also, she was incredible. I mean, there's so much wisdom that's being shared about that. But if I were uh, somebody that's reading things and all I see is Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga with the rape, Lady Gaga <laughs> with rape. Lady Gaga, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I'd be like, oh, I'm so over this. I didn't even want to, what is this about? It's just focusing on the celebrity aspect of it and they address stuff like that. I feel anyway. like I was subjected to a lot of that this past week. Demi Lovato, like there's a bunch of stuff happening that I was just like, why am I only reading about celebrity chaos? And like, that's yeah, weird. It's but it's, weird, but, but it's, it's like, it's, why is it so much news that like Demi Lovato is now a they? I know that news like that is a big deal because it calls awareness because it helps people who struggle with those things. Like uh, with people not being, you know, accepting, I think it helps people more accept, a, you know, a non-binary or a trans, you know, trans person. So I think it's important to know when celebrities 
are using different pronouns or changing their gender in some way. But I also feel like this is top news, like more than anything else we read is Lady Gaga reveals she was raped. Demi Lovato changes her pronouns. And then it was like something else over the weekend. And I was just like, why am I getting involved in this? Like my right. headspace can't be involved in other people's, I mean, like in her and Gaga's trauma, like I already knew she was traumatized on some level. Like, and Lovato is a particular trigger because she's a drug addict. Every time I see news with Demi Lovato, I'm just like, oh, I hope that girl is going to be okay. Like it triggers me a lot. So I don't know. I don't know what point you were getting to, but I just don't, no. I don't know why for some reason, like that's the top of my news and I wish it wasn't. That's all. I just, but, but the whole point, I think what I'm bringing to light here as it plays out with what we were talking about in terms of the Ambies as they used celebrity, right? It is in some way a hook for bad or good to get folks to step into a deeper conversation that has nothing to do with the celebrity. It is mm. simply like an entry point. It is the door to which you step through, right? And, yeah. and that shows you also the lack of creativity when it comes to covering all of these news because the coverage of the Oprah series mm -hmm. is- Which is important. I think is, it's Which is very important is incredibly single dimension. There's no dimensionality to the coverage at all. It's just right. headline, headline, headline. And it's right. actually pushing people away that should be, because the narrative Paying around attention. it is so one lens. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Demi Lovato. Her show itself is so much deeper than the fact yeah. that she shared her pronouns. But that's all that's being covered. And for anybody... Exactly. that's Yeah, that's kind of my point. It's yeah. like, they don't talk about why it's important. It's just that right. Demi's been struggling with her gender. She has finally come out with these pronouns. News at 11. Like, they don't give yeah, you the neat part. Exactly. And the other thing is that for folks that don't have an understanding whatsoever about... Yes pronouns why that matters right then they are already put off they're already dismissing her like, oh, another one. they're dismissing them and yeah. they are absolutely going oh there there she yeah. goes choosing the thing and it's all and it, there's no comprehend there's agreed, no understanding agreed. happening it's already because the headlines are are leading the way same thing with i think with a lot of the stuff with the podcast academy that it led with Come to the Ambies, see, mm -hmm. insert star, insert big name. Ins and that's the way we cover it. Look at all these people showing up to the thing. Whereas yeah. the larger conversation around podcasting, I find it to be the yeah. fact that, you know, the teenage therapy folks, one, they are independent podcasters that started here and there. There were a lot of other folks that have been, that won that award that have podcasts that have not been part of a larger conversation. And my hope is that folks are now wondering about what these podcasts are about. The fact that there's all of these different types of shows out there that nobody ever really talks about. That's my hope about it. And, yeah. but uh, the coverage though, it's just Mark Marin. I know. Like whoever, yeah. like Hank Azaria, who was funny, but he was hilarious by the way, when they come in and they do all these things. and. In some way, I understand that that's, again, that's the way to get folks to pay attention. 
But at the same time, it's also, it deflects people that should be stepping into it and wanting to be a part of it and all of those things. And like the fact that I didn't know, you know, Dan and Jared, like podcast, the podcast movement folks were behind the scenes of this. And even just that alone for me is a win because those guys didn't necessarily step into this whole entire thing from the pro corp casting space. They could have hired some folks in LA to run it. Don't you think they could have ran, they could have gone just anybody, anybody. Yeah. But they picked people who were part of the industry that came up with the industry that has historically listened to us whenever we've given feedback about things and have been there the whole entire time. So that is to me a positive thing that nobody's even paying attention to. You're right. So anyway, um, that's my take on the Ambies. So now moving on to some Spotify's making moves, Jess, have you, did you hear about some of these things that just came out? You might've just seen them here, but what are your initial thoughts with the headlines about Spotify making some news? I think I'm not sure how they are doing that because I thought Apple was in charge of that stuff. Oh, what do you mean? Spotify brings offline listening to the Apple Watch? Yeah. I thought only Apple was allowed to do that to the Apple Watch. I'm surprised that, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't, for lack of a better term, cock block that somehow. How's that? (laughs) How's that working? (laughs) Well, no, they've been doing, you know, they have done that in the past. Podcast apps do that. Like Overcast does that. Castro does that. Where you can listen to even podcasts on your Apple Watch. Now, whenever you go out and you don't have to be connected to the phone. So that's yeah, cool. But I was always doing it through Apple. You're not. Overcast and the Castro can do that. My two, like two faves. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can listen and you don't have to have your phone with you to listen to podcasts. You can just have them do the thing and it happens. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. I love it. It is Yay. such an extra thing. Mind you, you do have to have a, I think... You know what? I Because I only have the cellular. I only have the watch, the Apple watch. That's the cellular watch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can do that if you don't have cellular. I'm guessing no. No, no right? Because, yeah. Because, yeah. If you have an Apple watch without cellular, you're basically stuck to utilizing it in, with Wi-Fi. With Wi-Fi all, with, all the yeah. Time. Okay. I think. I mean. If somebody oh, has a, I mean, one without you download it, something, like you, like you said, like you can download stuff on it the way that you were doing but yeah so because i don't know if the i know i have no idea if the watch has storage but i do know that you can definitely stream the podcast so that's really good because now spotify again with the apple watch functionality now then that also opens up the ability for folks to be listening to podcasts yet Mm -hmm. another way as they travel the world and walk around and do things that are not connected to their phones. So I'm mm-hmm. super stoked. Yay. Yeah. That's pretty oh, nice. You're, you're right. I agree. Lena says that you probably can since you're able to listen to podcasts while flying. So, well, that's interesting. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, but hey, but I, I love that functionality. I, I have found it now that I have an Apple watch. I think that that is something I never thought that I would actually do, meaning listen but the ease of being free and out in the world and being able to just tap forward, tap back, stop. I usually don't do much than stop forward and back. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't do picking. Like I don't sit there and like start picking my shows. But um, when do you do that? When I'm because I usually I haven't been going out 
for a longer period of time. And the shows that I tend to listen to mm. are at least, at least at minimum 45 minutes long. And usually yeah. I go and listen to podcasts when I'm doing taking my walks. So mm. I usually don't go through an entire episode of the shows that I listen to that are super long. The other one, I just listened to one that was almost two hours long. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, so I'm curious now that we've brought this up and, and I know it's slightly off topic, but what do you tell people when they ask you how long the perfect show should be? Like, what do you say? Cause I, I'm wondering what you say is the same as what I say. Uh, what I say is uh, as long as you need to cover the topic that you're covering. Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm just wondering you prefer longer shows. Oh yeah. I prefer actually, you know what I'm going to do is John, maybe I'm going to put this in and then you can share it in the links this is something that I had, we had Callie work on for the Lipson blog because Rob covered stats. Because as you know, Rob, my co-host does not do anything without like data. <laughs> so yeah. we answered this question and there's a lovely little chart there where he did some data crunching, some number crunching, and he uh, looked at the top 200 shows in Apple podcasts. Mm -hmm. There's a chart in there that goes from like, 2018 all the way to 2021. And it shows that of the top 200 in Apple Podcasts, so it's very specific as of 2021, 8% are 22 minutes or less in the mm -hmm. top 200, 78% are 40 minutes or more, mm -hmm. and 5.5% are 120 minutes or more in the two, top 200 category. So that shows you that that 40 minutes, so your show being 40 minutes or more is almost 80% of podcasts of the top 200 are all over 40 minutes. Now, but does that make it right? <laughs> I mean, I think- No, I, think I don't if, think it makes it right, but I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know. I'm of the I mean, opinion that if, it, that if your content needs to be that long, it needs to be that long. And I am also of the opinion that if you're doing an interview show and it's less than 30 minutes, you're probably not getting any of the good juice that you should be getting from the Well, so it depends though, Jess. My One opinion. of my favorite shows is called um, Marketplace Tech. Mm -hmm. And that show is usually somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes. And generally speaking, there is an interview in there as part of one of the segments. Now, in a, a million years, would I have ever thought that something like that would work in terms of the time? Because it, again, it's not an it's not an interview show. It is a ten to fifteen minute reporting on a specific subject matter, right? right? So that's different, and, right? Yeah, and so they come in and they're talking about like bandwidth in rural North Carolina. Haha, <laughs> I'm just. Obviously, that didn't happen. But let's say right. they're doing that. And then so the host opens the show. She presents the problem to be solved or presents the overall topic or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then she goes into the solutions to the problem, thoughtful conversation with whoever she's interviewing. And they do like essentially like a, maybe two or three questions back and forth. And then they wrap it up. Then she does a conclusion. And then she has links that attach to the conversation. And I always get a lot, a ton of insight from those questions. But I don't think that when they record, they only record for 15 or 10 minutes or five. Yeah. Right. I think they record for 30 to an hour. And then mm. they edit to the most distilled 
to fit within the context, which is why it's such a fantastic show. There's never anything extra because they're talking about a specific solution. So it can be done in less, but that me- that doesn't mean that they're not gathering the raw, that, that doesn't mean that the raw footage is 30 minutes. That means the raw footage is at least an hour that's edited down to give you the distilled key information. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's my thought. And the last thing that um, Spotify did this week or last week is that they added automatic transcripts for their own exclusive and original podcasts. So with that, it's like, I know, well, I don't doubt that maybe they'll possibly release that functionality for everyone, maybe, Mm -hmm. but for their own stuff. It's kind of nice that they have added it in there as an uh, as an option, right? Have you listened to any a song in Apple Music and seen the lyrics? No, I was actually trying to do that in Spotify this weekend. I was looking for oh. lyrics, but no, I didn't know Apple Music did that. Is so that- Apple Music does that, and it is amazing. It's Glorious. beautiful. I think it's mm-hmm. beautiful, especially if you're on an iPad. It has the song, mm-hmm. and then it has like giant and my girls do this all the time they'll play music even in the apple tv and they have huge font and it just goes through it's beautifully executed i Mm -hmm. love to see that so they have the functionality to have that playing Mm -hmm. i'm thinking that that would be a lovely way to add transcripts to podcasts as well if they're executed in the way that the apple music stuff has been done you know um i don't know if you had this experience when you were a kid because I just don't know, because so far everything about us being kids is the opposite of each other. But you are correct. When I was a kid and I would get a new tape or a new CD, mostly a new tape because CDs didn't come out until I was in high school. I would put it in my little boom box and I would open up the thing. And, you know, because it was only like the size of a like deck of cards, it would sometimes be all the way. Out yes. Here, yes. Like all the lyrics. Yes. Yes. And I would just lay on my bed and just pour over it and listen yes. to every song for the first time yes. while going through the lyrics because I needed to know what they were saying and all the meanings behind it. Yes, I it did. Like praise. This kind of reminds me of that. Like our kids are now going to use Apple Music and just look at their phones and be like, what do they mean here? What, what do they mean here? here? Yeah. I mean, I, in all honesty, exactly what I did. I used to put it all yeah. out. I used to, yeah. even with the tapes and with the, even C, even not even CDs, CDs, but it was a little booklet, but it yeah. was a little booklet for the CDs, but also the, re- the, the cassettes did that. And I did do exactly what you're talking about. Mm. Totally pouring all over them, looking at the song, singing along with the part and thing. So it was yeah. so good, but so this is a way to like re-experience your songs that way. Cause it's been a while since I felt like. Like ever since digital, like I sort of felt like, like unless you Google the lyrics, it's not the same as like it's not the same as when you active, see them. This is like more an active listen where you can listen and look through your app at the. I don't know why I'm making such a big deal about this. I'm just like a minor thing. When you discover music, this part of it I think is a big deal. Like it the, is knowing the words and stuff. You totally nailed it because it yeah. gives you a deeper knowing of the songs. Mm-hmm. And you connect to it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And you actually do get a whole understanding of what the entire thing is about. No, I, I completely understand. Yeah. And there's also a difference. Mind you, they can't experience, maybe they can experience this. But there's also a difference when you were reading and pouring over the lyrics on your own without yes. this cassette playing, right? Yes. So then you kind of, you're like, oh my God, I didn't even know it said that. Like it's a different part of your brain. But anyway, I agree. I think it's, yeah. I think it's awesome. 
I think yeah, it's pretty awesome. So that's really cool. And then the last thing we have is, I think, pretty cool as well. And I have not tried it yet, but I'd like to. Which one? The Canva. Oh, the Canva stuff. So yes. So as of now, there is Canva integration. So as of today, those of you who are hosting on Libsyn should have gotten an email that tells you that there's now a Canva button inside of Libsyn 5. Mind you, it's not on Libsyn 4, the interface that has been used. But if you go to 5.libsyn.com and you use your our existing sign-in information, now there is a little Canva button wherever you do your episode artwork. It literally is set up on the like little right-hand side of your of the screen in Libsyn 5, not in the other one that is going on, the Libsyn 5. It automatically signs in to your account if you have a Canva account. If not, it walks you through how to set one up. And you can actually pull up your existing templates or you can create artwork on the fly, if that's your thing, <laughs> to I pull mean, it up there. Why not? Why not, right? And then when it pulls it in there, it automatically resizes it. So it's the artwork isn't like gigantormous, which sometimes Canva does. Like if you export a square image, it's like 50,000 megabytes. <laughs> Yeah. Heavy. Did you say gigantornormous? Giga- is that what I said? I think I did. Yeah, but I, I really did. like that word. I'm going to use that word. Gigantornormous. Gigantornormous. Can you write that down as the title of this episode? Gigantornormous. All Gigant- one word. Yes. But so Canva is doing all of these incredible integrations, not only with Lipson, but also Buzzsprout just released it as well, that they have Canva so integration smart. inside of Buzzsprout. And you know what? I saw it too. I saw Canva integration on Agora Pulse, which is the app that we use at Lipson to do stuff. Yeah. Don't say do stuff. It's a social media scheduling app. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, that's how we do stuff. It's a social media <laughs> scheduling app. Sorry. Agora <laughs> Pulse. Sorry, guys. So, yes. And I have a feeling that there's <sighs> other integrations coming out there, but it is incredibly helpful to just be able to pull it up and then pull your stuff in there. I think that it it streamlines a lot of the things that are happening, but particularly for folks that possibly have a harder time when it comes to designing artwork or where do I get the artwork? Like, how do I get the stuff? You know, Canva is such a, an amazing solution. They have done so many wonderful things. So can having I, it within the stuff you're using is awesome. Can I read you the integrations they have at this moment? Sure. Okay. Right Go now you it. can share directly to... Instagram business, Facebook page, Twitter, email, Facebook group, Google Drive, Instagram personal. I don't know why they're not next to each other. Dropbox, OneDrive, MailChimp, Pinterest, LinkedIn profile, LinkedIn page, Slack, Tumblr. They will give you an embed code. It says website, but I don't know how that works. Template, not sure how that works. PowerPoint. And then if you go, then if you go down further after the printing, it says you may also like Box, HubSpot, Movely, Gain, PageProof, Hazine Flipbooks, PandaDoc, Activity Messenger, Powtoon, which we used to use, Publer, Typeform, Smart Mockups, Brand Folder, oh my Simple gosh. Booklet, Hue and Stripe, Project Broadcast, Pardo, which was, I guess, Salesforce, and Filkers. Most of those I've never heard of, but I have used Powtoon before. I think it would be really helpful to be able to share it to PandaDoc, which is how to get people to sign your contracts and stuff uh-huh. so if you can publish stuff right to there you can add it right to your documents i guess which is cool man i'm glad i stuck with these guys i don't they know if have done yeah i mean even I when i make my presentations it's the easiest way and it they look mm-hmm. so slick and amazing they do. i'm always they like do. oh god but there was a time when i tried to delete and or 
unsubscribed to Adobe Photoshop and Illustrator thinking that I could just do everything in Canva. I don't think it was ready yet, but I feel like it's getting closer. The problem is that like, I like to take stuff apart. So like yeah. if they have a graphic, like I, like they do make it easier for you to change colors and stuff, but yeah, it's still, I still need it. I still need, I'm hoping not to need it soon because this is such a good price too. I think I pay like 20 bucks a month for this. It's um, it's amazing. Canva has, yeah, the the functionality and and now yeah. that it's doing this, where it's kind of like meeting into places that oftentimes are looking for graphic support that aren't mm-hmm. historic. Like you wouldn't think, like let's let's integrate Canva with a podcast host. Unless you're in it, you wouldn't really know that that's a really True. great pairing. <laughs> True. So. I'm glad that that's happening. So if you are hosted in either, and at least as of now, with Libsyn has just released this, you can definitely check it out. I know Buzzsprout does have it as well. So you can go into these podcast hosts and then have access to your accounts. And it's a, I believe it's the same rollout. So the same uh, integration is what's available in there. And it seems mm. pretty seamless all the way around. So check it, check it out. Now, as we speak for the last few minutes of the show, I think that we are going to go into some, uh, should we talk about it as tool tips, John, or should we talk about, what do you think? Oh, we can do tool tips. Okay, let's do tool yeah, do tips. It up. Do it up, yo. Elsie's tool tips. Oh my gosh. All right, so we're going to be talking about <laughs> the fact that um, we, well, I'm making John's life ever more exciting for the summer. (laughs) And um, because I'm going to be recording, what I told him is that I'm going to be recording in the wild because my girls are going to be going into camp for six Mm -hmm. weeks out of the summer, off Mm -hmm. and on here and there. And our life Jess is in my lives when it comes to meetings during the week is a little out of control. And, you know, we've kind of like made Monday kind of special that this is the time that we record. And if we move this to a different time, it just messes up the entirety of our both of our lives collectively. Yep. <laughs> so we kind of have to keep the one o'clock time slot as if it's just there. But I'm not going to be where you see me right now. I'm going to be, when I say out in the wild, it means I'm going to be in Asheville, in the city Mm -hmm. of Asheville at this time. I don't know exactly where, which is something that I'm going to be figuring out because my girls are going to be going into camp and it makes no sense for us to go in camp and then come back home and then back to camp. It's just too much travel. It's like anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half of travel time one way. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be... It's going to be what you go into town. We all leave together in the afternoon. The end. Yeah. So I have to find a place that not only has Wi-Fi or fast connectivity, but we can stream because we want to keep on streaming and record a decent audio file so that John can do some work in post-production. Okay. Okay. So we need. All right, John. We need two. Th- we need base. Well, we need internet. That's yes. number one. Internet, and- or would you would you be okay with five G or some really high? In- yeah, anything, any high end, high speed internet is what okay. High speed connectivity. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you're going to need a fo- your your phone or an iPad that can connect to the internet there. 
Yeah, got that. And then you're going to need your headphones to be able to connect to the iPad. So then what you will, and then you're also going to have to take your Zoom H6 with you. Okay. You can do one of two things. You can use your microphone and, and plug right in or. Into this, you're talking, right now H6. you're talking into the Zoom H6 microphone right. straight into the H6. Okay. Right. What we're going to do just for, if you were going to plug in to the iPhone, I would use either, you know, a wired eye, you know, wired earbuds that has the microphone in there. And you're just going to sound like you're, when you're in here in StreamYard, you're just going to sound like you're on earbuds. Okay. But then you can use the H6 to record your audio. Now, the way I know this, it just jumped it into my mind is because now you guys are, I shake my head with Elsie and Jess. <laughs> Half of us. Because Jess is going to be in studio. No, the whole thing. Because what's going on now is due to COVID was mm -hmm. my girlfriend, oh. Samantha, and her co-host are in different places. Oh. Samantha has a microphone and a computer. Lisa refuses to do that. So <laughs> she uses her phone and she uses the H6, but she has the H6 where she has it set up. And it's like close to her mouth. Like in other words, she has it on a, a stand and it's close to her mouth. And then she just records. And then I take oh. that and I match it up. Okay. So through Lisa's stubbornness, I've been doing this now for over a year with the two of them, and they really do sound good. I mean, you can't, I mean, the way that they record and the way that I process everything and all, it does sound like they're in the same room. It's pretty amazing. So I'm not afraid of this. All right. Uh, you're going to have two different sound qualities, you know, being live, you're going to sound like you're on your headphones, you know, which, I mean, you're with earbuds, which is right. not bad. I mean, Apple's microphone is really pretty good. And then when you record into the H6, you're just going to have to keep, you know, mind of where it is at. So you want to get it somewhere within six to eight inches of your mouth if you can on a stand. And that's on that. a stand. I might hold it, though, John, because of the I think I have two oh. different thoughts when it comes to that. Like, I think I'm going to have you can use a microphone. You can use a microphone and plug it right into the H6. That would work. And you can hold the microphone. Right. I think that that I'll, I'll do that. I'll test that out. Mm -hmm. I'll test that out as well. And see right. what... I, would, I would rather have you use, you have the Q2U, right? The I do have the Q2U. Yeah. That's better because the AT, ATR 2100 is, has more handling noise, but the Q2U you is planned, right? that bad yeah. as far as his handling noise with your, with your hand. That, that makes sense. Now, now here's another thought that I had too, is why can't I also as a possibility, do everything on the computer. And so it is exactly like we're doing right now, essentially. But I would connect that like the internet aspect of it would be the hotspot of my phone to the computer. Again, we can test it, but what? how are you going to record your audio? It's right into the computer. Okay, you're going to record in the computer using yeah. whatever. The way that we're recording right now. I mean, right now I'm not. Yeah, right now I'm recording. Actually, I'm recording in the computer two different ways. And okay, so that's yeah, what I. That, that will also work. But if you, you know, again, we, I, I'm a big fan of testing this. Like, you know, you're going to show up next Monday, which is the first time we're going to do this. Wait, not gonna, next Monday, the Monday after that, June 7th. Yeah. Oh, the 7th. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. All right, so you're going to show up there the first time. We're not going to even, I mean, again, we're going to test on the fly. Yeah. I, don't mm -hmm. with. I mean, if it, listen, we have crashed and burned on this show so many times. We did today. Yes, we did today. We started, but we got, you know, we recovered. 
We did and, recover. And we'll recover from, from whatever happens next. So far, like I said, as far, I'm just waiting for the day that Elsie says, I have no ed- internet, no microphone, no computer. How do we do a podcast? And I'm going to say, oh God, why are you saying that? I mean, because don't say that. Don't even scare us. <laughs> I know. But so I think that part of it is the only thing that I'm going to have to figure out now is yes, for the iPhone and stuff. So I'm going to need to just have my show notes. I guess the computer is going to have to be part of the equation when I'm doing this anyway, because I have to read the computer. Right. I yeah, mean, but, it's I mean, I don't know about you, but I have two monitors here right now. And that's still not enough because you have the stream yard up and then you're going to have to have something with your show notes up. So maybe an iPad with your show notes. Right. You know, so that's sitting there so you can see that and then you use your computer for StreamYard, but mm-hmm. you're going to, have to use multiple devices. And if you, I, want to, if you want to record, and again, I don't know, like I said, your new uh, MacBook Pro has the M1 chip, so they're really powerful. I don't think that's going to be a problem, but I would bring mm-hmm. the 86 with you just in case as a backup and, a lo- and with a little cord. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can set that up for sure. I mean, I think it would be really fun. And this is like extra stuff that Jess, I didn't tell you about. But I thought, hmm, I wonder if we could do this sort of like not be so hidey about me recording, which usually I'm like, I got to go find a private corner. Yeah. And I got to be like like, quiet, like in a cave. Yeah. Instead of doing that, having it be a little bit more. Well, you have like coffee. Open, but and so that I call attention to myself in right. on purpose. You have a uh, an ambiance of a coffee house behind you. Correct. Yeah. As long as you don't have Joe, your coffee's ready. Joe, right. your coffee's ready. <laughs> right. I mean, so I have to figure out. I'm going to look around Asheville and see where is like the fastest connection because I do have. Usually we're going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday into town, but next week we're going Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday because it's a holiday on Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they start on Tuesday. So we need to be there so that they can get at least the beginning of, you know, with everybody and all that stuff. So I'll have Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. A big chunk of my time is going to be spend, spent walking walk. around downtown Asheville. <laughs> trying to figure out where I'm going to go to record my stuff. If anybody's interested, you're welcome to say, Elsie, will you do an Instagram story? Is that how they talk? Um, Yeah. On the She Podcast. And I'll do it on the She Podcast feed so that we can just bring some awareness to that. All All right. Somebody has a heart out in one minute. So we have to wrap it up. Ooh, got to go, yo. All right. Ooh, got to go, yo. I'll just close it out. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to today's episode of She Podcasts. If you want to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you can find us at She Podcasts. Our website is ShePodcast.com. If you want to know anything about the event that we have coming up in the fall, go to ShePodcast.com forward slash live. And we also have a paid membership with education and community, supersquad.shepodcast.com. Thank you guys so much again for listening. Sorry to rush you out. Love you. Me next. Bye. (laughs) Bye. <laughs>